You've tuned into I Work For Him, the voice of collaboration for the faith and work movement. And we are your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. This is, in fact, our 2000th podcast under the I Work For Him moniker. We thought it was the perfect day to talk about the most powerful concept that's come out of the birthing and the existence of I Work For Him over the last 10 years. You see, over the last 10 years, we've interviewed thousands of people, and this one common theme has come up over and over and over again, and it is these steps that shift your paradigm from looking at your workplace as a necessary evil to looking at your work as a gift from God, your workplace a ministry place, and in fact, your workplace has been assigned to you as your workplace mission field. Today, we're going to give you all the steps to what is it to how to shift your workplace into a mission field. And there's just five. For turning your workplace into a mission field by shifting the paradigm of your mind. Martha, this journey over these last 10 years and these 2,000 podcasts has been humbling and sometimes really difficult to get the video and the audio to work together, but it's also been an incredible journey, hasn't it? It sure has. And I can't believe we are at 2,000, but you know, all along the mission and the what God has been telling us has never changed. We know our God doesn't change, but sometimes we need to learn things over and over again. And, and really, that's really what we're going to talk about today is some very basic concepts that God has taught us that we want others to know as well. What, what do you think for you over the last 2,000 episodes? What's been the biggest surprise? The one thing you've seen that has happened over and over again, what's the, what has been the biggest surprise for you? Well, I, I don't know if I can ever say what one thing, but over and over again, just seeing God's hand in people's lives, even this week, getting an email from somebody that said, I learned, you know, I got to start understanding that my workplace was a place of ministry and saw people come to Christ and different things. And it's like, God is not done. He is just starting his work in the workplace. And we just get to have this wonderful vantage point of seeing his hand at work. I How think, about for you? I think for me, the biggest surprise has been, you know, I had somebody, one of my old bosses, in fact, said to me, Jim, what are you going to do when you run out of people to interview? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never happened. Never happened. We we thought maybe there was 50 or 100 different workplace-focused discipleship ministries in the country. Now we realize there's three or 4,000. We've only begun to just chip away the iceberg of what God is doing. And we thought there are some great stories, but in fact, there are tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of great stories of how God is working in people's workplaces. It's just been so much fun. And, and we're just so grateful that God's got us on this journey. And, and every day we, I think probably the other big surprise for me has yeah. been the connecting part. Mm. Yeah. You know, God has gifted you specifically with this ability to see how he's weaving a tapestry, how he's saying, Hey, that person needs to know that person or that ministry needs to be connected to that person or vice versa. And um, to see the way that God is like, there would be no, maybe God would have found another way, but using I work for him to connect some dots and to allow people to advance the kingdom, to work together. We love nothing more than seeing silos get broken down and people collaborating together. Jim, that is at the heartbeat of what we do each and every day. And, you know, last week we were talking about the story of I Work For Him, the story that God wrote in our lives and how each one of our listeners has their own story. 
And um, I think that really ties into what we're just saying. You know, we've heard 2,000 episodes of stories of what God's done, and it's not ending. I mean, it is continuing. He is at work, at work. That's incredible. So when you think about this is our 2,000th I Work For Him episode, there's also almost 100 I Retire For Him podcasts. There's also almost 100 She Works For Him podcasts. And there's over 500 different power thoughts that we produce that have been uh, uh, replaying on the radio since 2019, I think. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff out there. And if you're looking to be encouraged, just start listening to some of the old I Work For Him podcasts. Just don't go back to episode number one. It's a little rough. <laughs> it's not your favorite. <laughs> so one of the things that we have done as we've connected people is we realize that when somebody is out there uh, looking for a faith and work podcast, we realize that if you just go to, out to Apple Podcasts or Google Play Music or Amazon Podcasts or YouTube Podcasts or whatever, and you type in, I want to get a faith and work podcast, you may find four or five. But in fact, there are, we found 155 so far, and we decided to collect them into one place. We call this the Awaken Podcast Network. So on our website, there is a button for the Awaken Podcast Network. And if you go there, you can find that collection that has been curated just for you to find other people speaking into maybe the space that you're working in, whether it is a specific industry or um, maybe you're a Christian working woman and you're looking for something that can help you walk in your day-to-day in a more unique way. That is a place to go and to find those voices that resonate with you. And we would love for you to check out the Awaken Podcast Network. Awakenpodcastnetwork.com. You can also go there directly, awakenpodcastnetwork.com. What's really cool about this, Martha, is that Awaken Podcast Network is a web app and you can add it, our listeners can add it to their website for a small fee every month because it can be licensed out anywhere and we'll do all the maintenance and we can get this out there because maybe you've got employees that you'd love to have them to get exposed to all these other podcasts, just we can talk about how we can get that added on there. It's a great resource that people can get access to. So excited to put it out there. All right. I I think it'd be great for us to really go through the five pieces of the I Work For Him Nation covenant, this awakening that happens in order to shift our mindset from looking at our workplace as a necessary evil, as something that we do in order to support the ministry we do outside of work, to shift that paradigm to recognize our workplace as our ministry place, a mission field. So last week, Jim, you were sharing in your story how God really led you to pray for your coworkers, your bosses, the the vendors that you were working with and everything. And so that really formed the first step of the I Work For Him Nation. So why don't you tell people how they can approach that? All right. The first step in talking about your workplace as a mission field, the first step is to start praying for the people that you work alongside by name each and every day. So, you know, if you work, normally we interact with several of the same people every day, just start praying for them by name. And then through the process of conversation, learn their spouse's names, learn their kids' names if they have kids, and just start praying for them by name each and every day. And what you're going to see is God is going to start having you, helping you to see those people the way he sees them. Hmm. It, it, it just is amazing the empathy that grows in your heart as you do that. And, and then that leads into step number two. Yeah, serving them above and beyond what your job requires you to do. So, you know, a lot of us have certain, well, remember the days of an actual job description. I think a lot of us <laughs> have lost that, that perspective. But 
we have certain things that are our responsibility to do, whether you're taking care of people or whatever the needs are, but going above and beyond that, you know, what is more powerful than, you know, that example of the boss cleaning the bathroom or the boss um, or the coworker that says, you know what, I'm going to stay late tonight and help you get that project done because you have just been pouring over it and I know you need to get it finished or you have a deadline, whatever that might be, or it might be bringing in zucchini bread when your zucchinis are abundant and you're baking. Uh, like they are right now. Like they are right now. Um, you, know, you could bring make a in, zucchini house right now. Well, you probably could. Give me a little cement mortar between. We could build a whole house. Of but zucchini. you know, that's even, you know, serving above and beyond, you know, just, just um, actually that leads kind of into the next step, Jim. All right. So just re- review, you start praying for your coworkers and employees and your bosses by name each and every day. Then you look for ways to serve them over and above what you're already required to do. Because if you just do what you're required to do, it doesn't mean anything. Right. Then the next thing we need to do is we need to really become friends with people. So the third step in the I work for him nation covenant is start befriending people outside of the workplace. We have workplace friendships, but they're often shallow. Start to get to really know people. So involve yourself in their lives outside of work. Maybe invite them into your home for a meal if that's appropriate or go out to dinner with them outside of work where that's appropriate. But just get to know who they really are. And when you invite them in your own, bring their families over, having them all the way over. You know, bring, get to know who they are. You know, this is such a step for getting so creative because it can be the simplest things. It can be, hey, it's summer. Let's have a pool party and go to the neighborhood pool, Not, you know, and or you can um, think of ways to just get people out of their work zone. Or maybe to, you got a work day at, uh, in your community oh. and you want to invite them to come and join you in that work day. Uh, uh, there's just so many different ways to do it, but be appropriate. Um, if you're a single mom and you co- have another coworker that's a single mom, go hang out together yeah. as single moms. But if you're a single lady and uh, one of your coworkers is a single guy, maybe invite him over for dinner. might not be the best idea, but you can invite multiple friends from work to go out for dinner yeah. together. Why do we want to befriend them, Jim? What is the purpose behind that? We need to get to know who they are outside of work. We need mm-hmm. them to get to know us outside of work. We need to know who are they as a whole person because they need to see that our faith infiltrates all of our lives. Mm. That's such a good point because so many times at work, people try to compartmentalize themselves. In fact, that's why we talk about that I work for him in general because we think we need to compartmentalize our faith. But Jesus changed all of us, all 24-7. So there is no setting him aside. So when we incorporate him in all of our life and allow him to change all of it, that means getting to know people in their and, and who they really are so that we can then fulfill step number four. Which is praying with people. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, you're freaking out. You're like, I'm not going to pray what? with somebody. Here's the deal. When you're praying for people on a daily basis, you start to see them the way God sees them. When you serve them over and above the way you're required to, it starts to open doors with people. When you befriend them and get to really know them outside of the workplace, you start to have a relationship. So you know, you get to know what the regular, what the normal is for that person. So let's just say it's Martha. Martha is normally a woman full of grace. She's a woman full of mercy. She's normally exceptionally positive. So if you notice that Martha's not those things, you say, Hey, Martha, What's going on? How are you doing today? Mm-hmm. If she responds, I'm fine. Really? Freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional? Really? How are you doing? When you ask that question and then you shut up, which is not something I do really well, but 
when you notice somebody's not their normal self and you ask them how they're doing and they respond fine and you say, really? Freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional? You don't have to. You can find your own way to do this. But really, how are you doing? You just be quiet. Let them share. Mm -hmm. Because? Because then we want the opportunity. Because we've noticed something's going on, they tell us and share with us. Then we want to be able to say, can I pray with you about that right now? And in that vulnerable moment, when they have shared something that's stressing them out or that they're dealing with and they have not shared, um, you get that opportunity to take it before the Lord. And we have never experienced anybody saying no. Because when they've shared from their heart, they've opened their heart. They already know that you care. They've seen it through lots of other ways. They're, we've never anybody say no. doesn't matter what the religion is. I pray with Jews and Muslims and Buddhists. I've prayed with atheists. It, when people are hurting, they all of a sudden believe in the power of prayer. It's a beautiful thing. And they're so we, grateful for it. So we want to encourage you. This is why we, we do the I Work For Him Nation, is to actually put that challenge out there to say, you know what, this, there's purpose in your work. And one of those things is opening up the doors to prayer with your coworkers, your employee, your boss, whoever that might be that is sharing with you in that moment. And, and the power of that is what can lead people to a relationship with Jesus Christ. But the reason we've set it up, Jim, is because we're praying for them, we're getting to know them, we're serving them, we're loving on them. And then that, that gives you an authentic place to have a conversation with them. And there's a fifth step that's critical to all of this. But before that, I really want to tell you about our blog. So every week, as we tie together the conversations in our one-minute radio programs and our podcast, mm -hmm. I write about it in a blog. And Martha edits it to make sure that it's good because I write like I talk, and that's not always appropriate for writing. But we release that blog in an email that goes out every Friday. We would love for you to sign up for our blog. Yeah, so you can go to iworkforhim.com, and there you can subscribe to the weekly email that will come out. And um, it's just another way in this journey where we're all learning how to better connect our faith and our work that we can walk the journey together. So maybe you listen to the Power Thoughts every day and then you caught the podcast that as it released and you're hearing this theme throughout the week. Friday, we'll kind of recap all of that. It might be a personal story. It might be an experience that we had, something that Jim or I have been convicted of or walking through that we want to share with you in a way so that we can all learn to be to grow closer to the Lord, whatever that might be, because walking out our faith in our work um, takes a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that um, all is intended to build together and so that we can all be growing. And the this whole idea of the workplaces across the world becoming a mission field, it, it already is a mission field. It's just that we haven't necessarily embraced it. So that's, that journey can be just enhanced by being a part of the blog. So, so how do they get signed up? Go to iworkforhim.com and there is a button for blog and you can go there and sign up. Wow. Oh, just that easy? That easy. Okay. All right. We try to keep things simple. So we got these five steps to the I Work For Him Nation covenant. It's really a covenant between you and God. We call it the I Work For Him Nation because it's all these people, all these Jesus followers from across the country who are living out their faith at work and they're making a commitment to start seeing their workplace as a mission field, to start seeing right. their workplace as a place where they can be in ministry. You're praying for your coworkers, bosses, employees by name each and every day. You're looking for ways to serve them over and above what your job requires you to do. You're looking for ways to befriend them outside of work through creative ways. You're looking for ways to pray with them when you notice they're having a rough day. 
But none of that matters except for this. And if this one point is off, excellence. Everything about you needs to be defined by excellence in your workplace. Mm. You know, God gave us the gifts, talents, and abilities that we bring to our work every day. And even when we're not in a position where we feel like all of our gifting is being used, we still are called to work with excellence. You know, in Colossians 3.23, it talks about, you know, working as unto the Lord. So even if you um, have a tough situation in your work and it doesn't feel like what you do really matters, nobody would be hiring you to do the job if it didn't matter. If it didn't need to be done, no one would be doing it. So they've decided that that job needs to be done by someone. So do it with excellence in a way that reflects Jesus Christ. Because if we're sloppy, if we're late to work, if we don't do what we say we're going to do, if we don't meet deadlines, then how is anybody going to even listen to anything else that comes out of our mouth? Because we are not living a work of integrity. And let's just say that most of the time you do operate with excellence, but one day you just screwed up. Mm -hmm. Here's the beauty of being a Jesus follower. You just say, I'm sorry. And you just ask for forgiveness because you didn't do things the way they needed to be done. That says so much because people around us need to see that we can admit when we're wrong and ask forgiveness. That's something people don't do. They just don't do. But when we do it, it speaks to excellence because we want to serve with excellence. So those are the five steps. And we describe that, all of that, all of these steps and talk about how will we expand all these points inside of our books? Martha, how can people get copies of our books as cheap as possible? Well, the best way is to go to the bookstore on our website, iworkforhim.com um, forward slash bookstore. That's iwork, the number four, him.com yes. forward slash and bookstore. And this link will be in the show notes as well. Down below. But if you go there, you're, you're really good. Yeah, it is down below. Okay. Um, you're good at that, Jim. You can. Well, everybody does that in their YouTube videos, but I look down below. I'm like, where are they looking? I don't yeah, see. You have it's to not... open up the description. So it's okay. a lot. It depends on how you're you're watching YouTube on your phone. Well, you're not our, seeing maybe very our much. fantastic producer Todd T. Riley could put it maybe right here on the screen when we're talking. Oh, about. there you go. Iworkframe.com forward slash bookstore. Okay, in the bookstore, you will see an option to purchase the PDF version of our books. And if you buy one PDF of one of our titles, it's five dollars. If you decide you want another title out of the three, um, then it's $10, but you're going to get the third title as well. So you're going to get all three versions of our book. I work for him, she works for him, and I retire for him in PDF form for $10. Now, if you want the hardcover, there's links there. You can go buy the the paperback version, the audio book, whatever fits your needs. But we've just tried to make more options out there for you by making the PDF available for immediate download. And, you know, Jim, I just wanted to also tell people, if you join the nation, besides all the benefits internally that you will get, we actually have bumper stickers that we send out. Window stickers. It's a window sticker because, you know, we never put anything on our bumper. We actually put it on our window now on the car, but I've put it on my laptop. I've put it on my suitcase, lots of different places, but it's just that reminder. We got a friend named Johnny drives around. Our hometown of Marionville, Missouri. Oh, yeah. What's he have it on the back of? He's got on the back of his uh, scooter. His scooter. Well, his his powered wheelchair. There you go. He's got I retire for him going on there. Yes, he does. But, but, okay. But we want to give you that sticker. Yeah. We've got pictures from around the world of people doing this. Go to iworkforhim.com and click on the resources tab and join the nation. Excellent. We'd love to see you join the nation. And together, we're going to walk this road 
of living out this way so that our workplaces, our mission field in our workplace that Jesus has given us um, can be changed for his name. All right. We want you to check us out online. Lots of different places online. Our website, iworkforhim.com, but also on all kinds of social media platforms. We've just gotten on Rumble for our videos and Truth Social and Telegram. And of course, we're still on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. Lots of different places to check out I Work For Him. Tell your friends about us. Let us let them know that there's lots of resources out there. 2,000 podcasts. Tell me any other title. It's got 2,000 podcasts out there. There's you, not very many. You know, you want to binge on, a, on a, some podcasts for the weekend. You have a few choices to make. And if you want to have a laugh, you should watch some of the ones during COVID when we were figuring out this video part. Uh, that's back in podcast 1700 or so. We've got lots of resources out there just to encourage you to live out your faith wherever you go, but especially in your workplace. Mm. And for those of you that are coming up on retirement, check out I Retire For Him. I partner up with an 82-year-old friend of mine that's from the Retirement Reformation, and we talk about all kinds of of issues that are facing retirees. And she works for him. Martha focuses with her co-hosts on lots of issues facing Christian working women. But all these resources out there online. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers in our workplace. We figured it out. It's our mission field. But ultimately, I I work for him. him. Did you know that God has a calling on your life? It's true. He's called you to bring Jesus to the world. For some, that may look like a pulpit or a foreign mission field. But for most of us, it looks like a construction site, a cubicle, a hospital, or a classroom. Wherever it is that you work, live, volunteer, and invest, that is your mission field. To learn more about integrating your faith into your work and retirement, check out our books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him by going to iworkforhim.com slash bookstore. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online at iworkforhim.com. I work, the number four, him.com. Dot com.